There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The Volume. This is Boxing with Chris Mannix. Oh, somebody punch him in the face. Anthony Joshua is a composed and ferocious finisher. Watch this. Andy Ruiz is the heavyweight champion. Hosted by SI's Chris Mannix. That was my moment. Now with interviews, analysis, and everything going on in the world of boxing. When you have talent, you are given another chance. Here's Chris Mannix. All right, Akin Reyes and Barack Bess are here, better known as Akin Barack on the <laughs> Zone Boxing Chris, I Show. Got, I got child support trying to come after me, and you just throwing my government out there like that, man. Damn, bro. And when you, when you're like 85 weeks ba- um, back, uh, backed up on those child yeah, supports. I'm in the Reyes right now, bro. I mean, I, I didn't know that you know Akin Barack was more than just a show pseudonym. I, I thought it didn't. I, Nah, I, I didn't know it was a, that's it was first a cover. and last name, brother. First and last name right there. That's as right, I There go. you go. All right. Well, Akin Barak from the DAZN Boxing Show will be in Las Vegas this week. Boots on the ground right. for yes. Ryan Garcia against Tank Davis. That's a fight you could purchase on DAZN pay-per-view. So uh, let me ask you this first, guys. And, Akin, we'll start with you. How big is this fight? Is this Fury Wilder 2? Is this Canelo Triple G3? Is this David Benavidez, Caleb Plant? Is it bigger? Is it smaller? How big is this fight? Uh, it's probably the biggest fight in boxing. Now, some people might argue me down and say, and they'll say the biggest matchup and the best matchup would be Terrence Crawford and Spence, and that might be the case. But in terms of revenue, you, as you know, Chris, this is a business and awareness. I can't tell you, look, my daughter's in college, Northeastern University, up around your way. Um, doesn't watch boxing. She called me two days ago. She said, hey, Pops, 
I want to watch this Ryan Tank Garcia fight. Um, I need to watch it. I'm going to be in my dorm. How how can you order it and send it to me? <laughs> She's telling me. <laughs> so so um, it just gives you perspective, uh, Chris, that how much awareness this fight's had and the range from uh, age group. And she's 19 years old. Um, so I think it's the it's safe to say it's the biggest fight in boxing. And you can say that Joshua Wilder is is just as huge or Fury, uh, J- Joshua, but. I don't. I don't see another uh, a fight that's bigger than this one. Brock, you're you're talking to me about child support. You're goosing some of your payments to <laughs> to, to get your kids to watch this fight. Uh, first of all, I raised my kids by myself. You know, I'm a single dad, so I don't pay child support. I was just joking. But yeah, man. Um, hmm. I gotta agree. I gotta agree with Ak. This is this is this is one of those fights that everybody will go in their wallet in their pocketbook to pay because. The awareness is just bigger than all of those other fights you named. That's it. Right now, the awareness is bigger than those fights. Now, if Canelo was the fight, somebody else, you know, of no of worthiness, then that would probably be a bigger fight, you know. But as of right now, this is it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's a more marketable fight than Crawford versus Spence. I think Crawford Spence is for the purest. This fight's for. Yeah. a broader audience uh, i don't like to make predictions on pay-per-view buys because i don't know what the pay-per-view landscape looks like anymore i mean yeah. Ak, your your daughter's probably got a bunch of friends <laughs> yeah. that are going to be stealing it exactly. like, that's just the way it goes I, I didn't even think of that but yeah i mean the game has changed chris like there's no you know that that era of 1.5 million sales <laughs> you know 1.2 1.3 it just doesn't exist because of the piracy and I, as these criminals online get smarter it's gonna get worse <laughs> so i don't know how long this pay-per-view model can last um obviously make sure you guys go purchase this on the zone pay-per-view but it's it's tough i mean i i can't predict the number on this but i i, I say a half a million because of the piracy maybe 600 yeah i, I, I know it, it i know fighters who steal cable you know who, who watch <laughs> you know all of the fights for free so if they don't respect it I know the fans aren't. And Barack, how how easy? I mean, technology is making it easier by the day. I mean, I listened right. to a song today by Drake and The Weeknd, and neither Drake or The Weeknd sang it. It was artificial <laughs> I heard, intelligence. I did, I did like, as well. <laughs> like I, I don't well. know. Like it, like stealing a a signal to watch a pay per view event is almost become you know basic the norm, for some yeah. of these hackers. Yeah. Uh, that are out there but look it's a major event it's going to do great revenue it's going to do great numbers and you know for the people that are inside t-mobile it is going to be an electric atmosphere because you do have two of the biggest stars in boxing not just young stars two of the biggest stars most marketable stars biggest fan bases uh in all of boxing now it has been billed as kind of the winner of this fight becomes the face of boxing you know ryan garcia has said it Tank Davis has said it. Uh, Canelo Alvarez is still out there. Tyson Fury is still out there. Anthony Joshua is still out there. Uh, Barack, is the winner of this fight the new face of boxing? No, no. Just because they said it doesn't mean it's true. You got to understand something that they're very, very popular independently. But because they're coming together, this is a very, very big fight. You got to understand that Canelo put 70-something thousand people in stands fighting anybody during a pandemic you know <laughs> fight, fighting anybody you know fighting billy joe saunders who nobody in the stadium came to see him that's the face of boxing you, you don't get to just take it over with one fight you know and no 
first of all, we got to see the numbers. The numbers will tell you afterwards, and then we can say maybe, but no. Look at social media. I always say that social media is free to follow, right? 9.5 million for um, Ryan Garcia. 4.6 million follow Javante Davis. Canelo has more than both of them together. Just a little bit more, but more than both of them together. That's the face of boxing. That's it. There's countries that follow Canelo. You can't really say the same thing. You can't say the same thing about these two fighters, even though to a certain generation, yes, these guys are the only guys that they watch. They watch a Ryan. They might watch a Javante Davis because they're young. But to, to the boxing world, no way. Not. You can't say it. You can't. Canelo's still in his prime. Canelo just beat Triple G, he's about to fight John Ryder, and he's about to go back and fight Bivol, which is an incredible and, and, hard and, fight in a, in a weight division he don't belong in. He's, right now, he's the face and, of And just to add to that, Barack, look, I echo what Barack is saying, Chris, let's talk about pay-per-view numbers when it comes to Canelo Alvarez against Bivol. We know Triple G's big, but against Caleb Plant, who's fairly, what wasn't that popular at the time, and that fight did, I suppose, it seven hundred over 700,000 pay-per-views. And look at Tank's pay-per-view fights against lesser opponents, you know? So that that right there puts everything in perspective. I'm not, I'm not saying these guys aren't popular. Like Barack said, they might be the face of the new generation, but when you say the word boxing, I, first off, I think boxing has right. many faces, right? What I'm saying is they're big. This is big because they're coming together. Let's say Ryan wins, and then Ryan fights somebody else. Let's say he fights Isaac Cruz. If you're the face of boxing, then that one's going to do big numbers. It's not, you know, because you're not the face of boxing. The face of boxing Make, does good numbers no matter what, and that's Canelo. Yeah, I, I would agree uh, with that. Uh, I, I think this, in terms of an American audience, this will be the new star. Like yeah, this will 100%. be the man yeah. because this will be the guy. And look, Canelo is a lot of things. He speaks English better than he used to, but you're not going to see Canelo Alvarez on Jimmy Kimmel or. Saturday Night Live not, or, not yet, or any of not these. Yet, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but like, like use, use the hypothetical of Ryan Garcia. Right. Ryan Garcia wins and this thing does big numbers. Yeah. You're going to see Ryan Garcia everywhere on Monday morning. True. Everywhere. That's for sure. Um, so in, in America, at least, I think this will be the new face of, of quote-unquote American uh, boxing. Um, but you see what you said, Chris? I'm glad you said it. And that was really brilliant what you said. I don't even know if you caught it. If Tank wins... You're not going to see that big, that same kind of machine, you know. You're and that, not, that has you a lot to do him. with him. But, right, but that's right. A, yeah, right. So that's what I'm saying. Like that plays a part. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Ryan is pretty and and he's marketable, you know. And I think Javante Davis is handsome, handsome, but he's not as marketable, you yeah, know. So I think you don't I, I see like, that think, big push. Yeah, well, we don't need to delve too deep into all this. We've done this in the past, but the, the reason he's not marketable is all the things he's done outside the ring and yeah. what he's currently facing. As soon as this fight is over, he could potentially be facing jail time for mm -hmm. hit and run. Nobody can forget the video mm -hmm. of him and the woman at the basketball game. There's just, there's a lot, it, it, there's just a, a lot, lot against him. That a lot, it, against it, him. lot working against yeah. him uh, in the moment. So it, it's common to see fighters confident at press conferences. Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia, both extremely confident at the two press conferences that they had. Um, I thought while Ryan was confident, Ak, I thought Gervonta was almost dismissive of Ryan. <laughs> I thought he was 
And I'm not saying this is a bad thing, right. but I thought he was almost cocky. Whether it was, I mean, no showing the first press conference until like three hours later uh, was one thing. But even at the the second press conference, when he finally engaged with Ryan, and he's like, man, you just got a left hook. Yeah. That's all you got. Yeah. Just a left hook. It just felt to me that Gervonta truly believes he's on a different level than Ryan Well, Garcia. look, he, he can believe that. doesn't mean that he's not concerned with Ryan Garcia. Obviously, with all the stipulations in the contract regarding the weight, obviously there's some concern there. So I think part of it is mental, mental games. Also, ego kicks in. When, you, when you're facing a guy, he's in front of you, somebody that you're going to fight, somebody that you've been going back and forth with for years now, you're, you're going to be cocky. It's just a natural thing. But if you base it on how Javante is training, and I'm not saying he doesn't train hard for all his fights, but there's an intensity level there, Chris, that I've never seen him have. So there, there's concern. There's there's a level of, of you know, I mean, the, the level that he's working to prepare for this fight is intense. So, no, I don't think, I wouldn't say he's underestimating him at all or, or being dismissive of him. I think that's more ego talking. And yes, he's confident and it feels he's levels above him. But subconsciously, he's very, unconsciously, he's very concerned about his speed, his power, his size. That's obvious. So, and, and look, just to, just to end on this, it's obvious that Ryan Garcia has more than just a left hook, right? Uh, Barack and I have seen him in training camp. Yeah. He has a hell of a jab when he uses it, which I think will be the key in this fight to keeping Javante at bay. So uh, he has a lot to ch to look out for when it comes to Ryan Garcia. He's yeah. also Barack, he's also Barack got a hell of a right hand. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's you know, he, that hand has been injured the last couple of years. He hasn't used it quite as frequently, but ask Romero Duno how strong that right hand is. Yeah. You know, Romero Duno caught that right on the chin in the first round, and that was the ball game yeah. for him in that fight. Yeah, yeah. also Tago got rocked by that right hand as well. And so Tago just ran. What, <laughs> what it is is this, he's just a big, strong kid with fast hands. Both hands are fast, and both hands are powerful. I think you guys are both right. I think you're exactly right, Chris. He was dismissive, and I think what Ox says is that he's worried about a lot of things Ryan has, both of those are true, you know. I feel like, you know, boxing is so much different than every other sport. In, in another sport, you could have guys like Bill Cartwright have ugly form, but it works. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it works. Maybe, you know maybe I mean? on a free throw line sometimes. I, in fast game, I mean, fast motion game that's pace, all, he wasn't hitting that about. shot. It, it, it no, because you don't take a shot looking like that that way. But, but it works. And, you know, so guys have different forms when it comes to, to, to basketball, but it can work. But in boxing, it's like because Tank comes from a certain school of thought, it, Ryan's style looks wrong to him. Yeah. His technicality looks bad to him. So that's why he has that same kind of mentality when he was fighting Rolando. He's like, not that bad. <laughs> but, but he was just saying, you just don't got it, buddy. You know what I'm saying? And he's looking at Ryan like, you make a lot of mistakes. But what Ryan has been doing has been working so far. But in Tank's mind, he's like, I'm a different caliber of fighter. That's not going to work on me. Even though I know, just like Rolando, Rolando wasn't a good fighter at all, but he got a lot of power. So Tank had to be leery of the power. And you've seen a lot of boxing and you've seen a lot of defense and he didn't get touched. You know, so I think he's worried about the power and the speed, but he's also like, this guy's not on my level. I think you're right, Chris. Yeah. I would say, I hope he is as... You know, for if I'm Team Tank, I hope he is as concerned about Ryan's power and speed uh, as he should be. Because I have been in 
every one of Ryan Garcia's fighter meetings over the last four-ish years, um, in every one of those fighter meetings, guys, the opponent um, has not has just been like, yeah, he's fast, yeah, he's strong, but you know, I've been in with a lot of guys. I've I heard that over and over and over again for whatever reason. Maybe it's because how he looks, how he talks, uh, kind of the the Instagram stuff around him. For whatever reason. Guys don't seem to really believe he is as fast and he is as strong as he is. And, you know, Javier Fortuna was the most recent, uh, you know, recipient of that. I don't think he really believed it coming into that fight. And then he gets knocked down like 37 times in six rounds and he walks out, you know, saying, I do believe it. So, yeah, I agree, I I agree with that. I think that, you know, that speaks to what Barack was talking about as far as Tank saying that he doesn't look as skillful as I am. He he doesn't seem like he can compete on my level, but like Floyd has always said, it's different being in there with you. So I think Ryan has this twitchy little awkward angle punching that it's it's not, you can't prepare for it. So I think even though it might look like he can deal with it, I think Tank is going to have some issues with that. But look, the question to, that's, that needs to be answered here is if Tank can take Ryan's power, that's going to be the determinant factor in this fight. If he lands a big I shot. I don't think that's the question. Yeah, yeah. No. Because Tank can't probably take Rolando's power. The question is. No, you're saying is, probably. Can he hit? But, no, no, Tank? but wait. No, because Tank is not worried about Yeah, but Rowley Ro- 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 was able to land against Tank. Not maybe not, not flush, flush, not flush, no, right? Then that, that's that's what I mean, right? Just just like and Wilder slower, couldn't, and Wilder a lot couldn't slower, land flush a lot against slower. Fury, yeah. you couldn't land no, but, flush. But but this the but Barack, we're talking about Ryan's speed and his left hook is so quick. So at some point, I do believe that Ryan is gonna. I mean, Tank is gonna get touched in this fight, and if he's able to eat Ryan's power, I think it's gonna be a long fight or a night for Ryan. But that's gonna be the question because the punch is gonna land. Let me tell you like this. The reason why you got to understand that why Tank got so much confidence, Ryan couldn't knock out Tago. He couldn't catch Tago with that left hook like he catching everybody else. Bro, he was fighting a guy that was surviving that did not want to engage. No kidding. Thank you for finishing my thought. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You just finished my thought. Thank you. There's a way to fight to avoid that. So that's why he's not as worried. He knows that that punch can probably knock him out. But he can't fight like Tiger. He won't win the fight. How can he fight that way? Because he's way more skillful. He can fight backing up and catch you coming in like he did Romero. So what I'm saying is you don't have to get hit by that left hand, even though he's faster than you. That's all I'm saying. Of course. Of course. Tank is not saying, oh, I could take his shot. Hell no. He probably can't. He, he can't take Romero's. If Joe Goosen's not in the gym every day telling Ryan not to leap in, like don't expose yourself, right, he's right. crazy. That, I, that's a key. Right. That's how Romero got caught. He got cocky, he re- leaped in, and didn't realize how strong Tank was with those counter shots. That's how, how he got caught. Uh, Barack, this, this fight's at a catch weight, 136 pounds. Yeah. There's a 10-pound rehydration clause uh, that prevents Ryan from getting above 146 at a certain time uh, of the day on Saturday. Uh, how concerned are you about that? I hate it. Uh, uh, this is my first time talking about it, but I hate it. I feel like there's a lot of things I feel about this. One thing is you, you, it's kind of hard for me to accept these two stipulations when on one hand, I know the environment Tank comes from. He's always reminding us where he comes from. Ryan can't win because of where I come from, where I come from, where I come from. I know that environment. You know why? Because I come from that environment. And in that environment, 
you're not scared. Well, you can be scared, but you never show fear. And you do things that make you appear fearless. So size and all of that other stuff never gets spoken about because you don't care. So he's, he's always pushing that bravado around. And then catch weight is one thing that boxing really doesn't accept. And boxing really doesn't like. Not even when Canelo was doing that 155 crap. Nobody really liked that. You know, so if you're going to have a catchweight, okay, fine. You're a smaller guy. But then if you didn't do a catchweight for another guy, that's suspect. Yeah, I mean, but then to have a rehydration on top of a catchweight, my God, what are you trying to do to this guy? Like, you're trying to take every single advantage. Meanwhile, you're a guy with a lot of bravado that says, you ain't scared of nobody. You're going to knock him out. I, I just, I just, I just don't, I don't like that. I don't like it either, Barack, but I'll say this in Tank's defense. He's been open about it. He hasn't hidden it. He's, oh, I respect he, that. No, I mean, he's been saying, yes, I'm not a dummy. Yes, the size yeah. plays a factor in there. You know, I'm a smaller guy. He's a bigger guy. I'm trying to have any advantage I can have in the fight. So, yes, and what, what makes it look looks terrible is the fact that he fought Mario Barrios at 140 without a concern in the world. That's the because, problem. Because... There wasn't that level of concern. So it's obvious that him and his team have concerns about Ryan Garcia's size. So, But he hasn't been quiet about it and sneaky about it. He's been open about it. So I have to respect it. Not, I don't have to love it, but he's saying, hey, I want advantages. Uh, no, I see, have so wait, 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 wait. Like he said, he said that. Now there's an excuse. No, uh, yes. You no, know I always say that. There's, there's, a, right. there's a room for excuses. And, I and I'm sorry, Chris, that Barack and I are going back and forth here. But, <laughs> okay. but, but the, fact, the fact is that, I mean, uh, one of the statements that he made was that, hey, I'm the smaller guy. I'm at a disadvantage. So I'm trying to get an advantage on another angle. So I don't think anybody's ever been that open about but putting a rematch close. A guy who's bigger than Ryan Garcia, Mario right. Barrios, well, who's been well, fighting that's, bigger that, guys, but, but, hey, who walks around at a bigger weight. That just well, I, 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 sound I blame all the you know any journalists that talked to him about it and didn't bring that up because that's the question he needs to ask and maybe we'll ask him if we talk to him on Friday. I, I tell you, um, you know his boxing role model uh, for years was Floyd Mayweather, who did go. play some games with weight, you yes. know, during his career. But two of Floyd's biggest fights, Oscar De La Hoya. He went up to 154. The full 154 went limit. He had to. Fighting Miguel, <laughs> he had to. But then Miguel Cotto, when he didn't, oh, yeah, he fought true. Miguel Cotto at a full 154 right. as well. So, uh, you know, those are two examples of it. I, I am concerned about this weight because Ryan's a big kid. He is a big kid. He fought his last fight at 140 pounds. I know that was largely attributed to Javier Fortuna, but everything I heard around that time was Ryan kind of needed that weight to be 140 as well. Uh, going down to 136 is going to be hard. I don't care how many Instagram posts he puts up there about how easy he's making weight, how in shape he is. That's going to be difficult. Only rehydrating 10 pounds is going to be difficult. But but wait, Chris, Chris, quick question, because I know you probably know this. There are rumors that the rehydration uh, weighing is going to be 10 a.m. in the morning, and there's some people saying that it has to be right before the fight start. No, Nevada wouldn't Nevada wouldn't allow it to be before the fight. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's 10 a.m., but it's hours and hours and hours before the actual okay. fight. So right. he's gonna have to like sleep overnight, weigh in at 146 when he gets up, and then he can do whatever he wants. But still, that changes your routine, yes, right? Yes. Like Ryan Garcia, I'm sure after he weighs in 
he doesn't go to Wendy's, but I'm sure he, you know, kind of lets it, eats what he needs to and gets to whatever weight he has to. Right. Uh, this time, he's going to have to be careful getting to 146, and I think that matters. Like, I, I think that could take something out of him, it especially. Does, absolutely, yeah. 100%. Yeah, especially if this fight goes in the later rounds. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, and then there yeah. we go. A built-in excuse now, you know, and, and I hate that. Yeah. You know, so what do we do? A rematch now? Without the claws like that, and both both guys are to blame. How, how how do you get full credit if you had two stipulations? A catch weight, I can almost agree to, and it's okay. But but to have a a catch weight and to say that you have a rehydration clause, how do you get full credit if you win? Seriously, that's so, all. It's I'm a great saying. question. And I love both fighters, but how do you get full credit? Because there's always an asterisk there. But but you had a rehydration clause for what? Yeah. For what? And, and, like, and, why do you have a rehydration? And you're for? giving Ryan an excuse, you know, if he doesn't perform well. At the well. end of the day, you can rehydrate to be big too. You know, you're both yeah. coming in the same day, the same weight, but you can both rehydrate. Well, to be according big. to Tech, he says, "Listen, I have to deal with those same stipulations. I can't go yeah, over 146. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. He's not going to go that high. <laughs> exactly. He might go to 43, 44, but he's not. I mean, look, he's he's probably a natural 130 pounder who's at 135, right. um, yeah, where he's, he's good, but I don't think he's I don't think he's as great at 135 as he was. Uh, at 130, but he's not getting that high end. Look, I haven't, you know, talked to Ryan about this specifically, but it doesn't sound like he's using kind of the perfecting athletes people that are often really Mm. good at helping fighters make weight and then rehydrate the next day. I I don't know how he's doing it, but I hope he's doing it in a professional way because that's going to be a variable uh, coming into this fight. Um, Tank Davis, the the perception, at least in terms of... of, of, uh, you know, game plan is that Tank is more dangerous in the second half of this fight. Round six through twelve, that is when Tank Davis, uh, you know, could completely take control of this fight. That's when he's going to knock Ryan Garcia out. Uh, Ak, when do you think Tank in this fight is his most dangerous, and what do you think is going to be kind of his best, uh, his best offense in this fight? I, I think Tank uh, Davis is dangerous throughout any round of any fight. I mean, he's a big puncher, and he's fast with his counter punching so he can hurt a guy in the first round or in the 12th but you know memory has shown us you know, that but he doesn't no, he, no, he, he doesn't so often like i mean even that hector luis garcia fight i mean no he turns for six he, rounds he turns i'm like up. holy shit hector luis garcia might actually you know decision tank no, if he can hang in no, there and then he got his face broken no, or whatever no question about yeah. that but what i'm saying that doesn't mean that he can't hurt you early in a fight he just he hasn't and yes i guess if we're basing it on his recent fights he turns it up later in the fight i mean i think his style his counter punching is going to be the key in this fight. It, you know, luring Ryan in, making him feel feel comfortable enough to try a check hook, to try that you know that laser jab and counter with a big shot. That because if Ryan uses his size, it's going to be very difficult for Tank. But Tank is a very good boxer, a lot better than people give him credit for because he's such a big puncher and because he starts slow. But he's a skilled fighter. I mean, the guy has tons of amateur fights. He's won tons of amateur tournaments. He knows how to box. He's relying on his power. I think in this fight, he's going to pull a lot of that boxing ability out. He's going to have to in order to beat uh, um, a Ryan Garcia. But I think counterpunching is the key for Tank. Quick, that left uppercut is going to be very dangerous for Ryan Garcia. And and just probably that overhand left, too, countering from any shots that Ryan is throwing. I think that's going to be the key. Yeah. Barack, Tank is is a very intelligent fighter in the ring. I hate using the phrase like downloading information, but guys like Terrence Crawford, guys like Tank Davis, they do that. They they process what they're seeing in front of them, and they adjust accordingly. I think, though, this is a dangerous fight 
for Tank Davis to to fight that way, to potentially start slow. Because if he winds up down four rounds to two or five rounds to one against Ryan Garcia, which a lot of smart boxing people have told me they believe the first half of the fight is going to go, um, he puts himself in a position to maybe have to take some chances. Like Ryan Garcia is a big guy. Tank Davis at some point is going to have to get inside Ryan Garcia's guard to land those big shots. If you're down and you get a little bit too reckless, Tank's never faced a guy with this type of counterpunching power. I mean, Ox talking about Tank counterpunching, Ryan is the king of counterpunching because, you know, look at Duno. When he came at him, he got clipped. Yeah. You look at Fonseca, he comes at him, he gets clipped. You come at Ryan Garcia, you get hit with something you can't see. So this, to me, is one of those fights where I don't think Tank can start as slow as he started in previous fights. Yeah, that's true. But, but then again, he also has that kind of power that can you know, change the momentum of the fight with one shot. I just think that Tank is a very, very smart fighter. You know, a very, very smart fighter. And like you said, he downloads information. Yeah, he, he studies his, his opponents and, and he kind of figures them out. I think as he went up in weight, the fights got a little bit more difficult for him. And it just took him a little bit more time to, to figure these guys out. Not just figure these guys out, but just get inside because he's so small yeah. with his little short arms. You know what I mean? But, yeah, but I don't think Tank is worried because he knows he has that, you know, eraser. Also, we, we've been talking about the rehydration clause and maybe there's a, a plan in play there that if Ryan depletes himself that much, he will fade later on in a fight when Tank usually turns it up in the second half of a fight. I mean, I'm not saying that's all structured there as the game plan, but that's something to think about. If Ryan struggles with making that 146 on fight night and maybe doesn't have the condition to go full 12, it, it plays right into Tank Davis's uh, for you know repertoire late yeah, late in the fight. He doesn't waste shots, you know. He, he no, he did. my my thing though, Barack though, is he's never fought anyone that also has an eraser. Like, Raleigh Romero is fine, but most of his knockouts have come against nobodies, and yeah. I need to see him win a fight at a high level before I, I really believe That's very true. he is a high-level guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, Zepeda was, was good at 130, but uh, Pedraza, rather, good at 130. Uh, but he's never fought anyone with the kind of power of Ryan Garcia. So he's got the eraser, sure, but, you know... You get a little bit too cute coming inside against Ryan. You're going to get erased yourself. But that's why, that's why, that's why this fight is so interesting, Chris, because of that. Yeah, it is. You're <laughs> right. It's, I, th you're I right. think probably Romero hits harder than Ryan. You know, Ryan's is fast. Oh, you know, no. I, I, no. I, 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 I wouldn't no. say that. I wouldn't no, say that. Ryan's shots are fast. You're like you the guys in the fighter meetings yeah. right now. You're no, like no. the opponent in the fighter meetings. Ryan's shots are fast. They're, but that doesn't mean they're not hard. <laughs> what do you they're, mean? They're, they're fat. I, 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 you'll never know what I mean until you let me talk. But neither of us have <laughs> ever been hit right. from either guy. We don't know because Roley looks a little more stocky so, and wild. So, right. So, but, but you're saying the opposite. You're saying the opposite of what I'm saying. So if we've never been hit by the guy, we both just have an opinion. Yeah, That's yeah. It. So no, just but let you, me say oh, my Okay, go ahead. So just let me say it then. You're still not letting me say it. Go ahead. So I think Ryan's shots are, are more crisp. They're shorter, they're fast, and, they, and you don't see them and you get knocked out. But Rolando Romero is just one of those guys that just hits like, like Lucas Matisse. Like, hits very, very hard. Against who, though? Ja Against who? Javante Davis is like, yo, he hits very, very hard. I'm just saying, he's just a hard, sloppy puncher. You know what I mean? And that's all I'm saying. So I don't, I don't think uh, Javante is worried about the power. 
because he, he has good defensive skills. You know, he showed that. He doesn't get hit. Yeah. But I think he's just... The, the, fair, the fearful part is the speed. Yeah. The speed that Ryan has. You know, can he... Can he uh, take away that speed? Can he take away the positioning from Ryan with, with his footwork? Yeah. Uh, you know, look, some of the biggest punchers in boxing, it's not about their strength or their muscle. It's their speed, whether it yeah, is Ryan Garcia, Deontay Wilder. Zab I mean, Judah. You know, Zab Judah, if you want to go back even further. Um, you know, even Canelo. Like, you know, his speed is what puts guys down when he's uh, at his best. And Ryan I mean, you got guys like George Foreman, no speed. That's, that's Romero. Yeah, that's heavyweight, sir. A hard heavy. freaking puncher. A hard puncher. That's it. No speed. Just a hard puncher. Are you working Romero's corner? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't even what's like the guy here? who's a fighter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like the guy who's a fighter. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sounds that's one like thing he had is pop. <laughs> uh, last thing I want to ask you guys. Um, who needs this fight more? Like, this is a big fight. But I look at Tank Davis, 28 years old, in the last couple of years, last few years, really, He's been getting killed, and I've been one of the people that have been killing him for not <laughs> going true. out there and making big fights. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a big fight for Ryan Garcia. I think it's you know his first real, real test, just like it's Tank Davis's first real, real test. But for Tank Davis, if you get beat by Ryan Garcia, especially after kind of you know dismissing him in the way that he has over the last couple of months, uh, I, I think it's it's not. It's not career crippling, but it's bad, and it would probably force him into a rematch, uh, you know, pretty quickly. Well, the, if, well, well, if the, Ryan Garcia. Well, the rematch is obviously already in the book, so that that has to happen. And yeah, it doesn't it, have to. It doesn't have to. Like if he clips Ryan, it's not going to happen. Yeah, no, no, know? no. Well, Ryan, Ryan is not going to get that opportunity. But according to Ryan Garcia in the contract. He's the only one that's going to have the opportunity. If if Tank loses, he's right. the only one that's going to have the opportunity to rematch him. So it's going to be bad if he were to lose to Ryan for a short period of time. But he'll have an opportunity right away to redeem that loss. So yes, it's going to look bad temporarily. But he'll have the opportunity to come back and win big against Ryan. I wouldn't say it's his biggest, I mean his first test. I think Tank has been in some good fights. I thought the Pedrosa fight was a real fight. I thought I thought Pitbull Cruz. I thought Pitbull Cruz is a real test. I thought that was a tough Pitbull fight. Cruz, Pitbull Cruz has been elevated to this level of like he's turning down fights now, all because he fought a close decision against Ryan Garcia. I, I can't I can't get on the Pitbull Cruz train just yet. Yes, he might be a little overrated, but I'm talking about in terms of style. Just watching a guy fight, he you know he's a tough guy to deal with, and I thought Tank dealt with him right, even though you know it was a close fight. So I would say. The tank has been tested a little bit more than Ryan, but both guys are on the on the in the biggest fight of their lives. No question. I'm not sure Barack that he's. I mean, look, I I think it's close as far as who's been tested uh, the most. I would put Luke Campbell up there with Pedraza as uh, the high level opponents. I mean, Luke Campbell, even though that was his last fight, you know, he went the distance with Lomachenko. He's been in some big fights before. You know, was tooth and nail with the good version of Ori Linares and Ryan. Okay, overcame adversity and knocked him out. Something those guys. Yeah, but but you know, look at a do. guy like Mario Barrios who went the distance with Keith Thurman, a big punch in welterweight, and Tank got him out of there. Say what you want about Barrios, solid fighter. You know when you when you start naming those names out there like um, Gamboa, and I know he's past his prime. Leo Santa Cruz, I know he's a smaller guy, but you're talking about world, you know, world class fighters that Tank has beaten. So I don't think we can compare that as far as like resumes. But but the, the question is out there, Barack, as far as who needs this more. Like, does is this kind of a must win for Tank Davis? Hundred <laughs> percent. I think Ryan is in a position where he can lose this fight. Ryan has never been a champion. 
He's just popular. You know, Tank has been a champion. Uh, they say two division champion. I say one, you know, but he's been a champion and he's 20. He's about to turn 29 years old. Mm -hmm. he, he needs this. He needs this win. And if he is acting like dismissive towards Ryan Garcia, it would hurt him more to lose. It's really about Ryan stepping up to fight somebody who's proven already, somebody who's been a champion already, who's fought multiple champions. Ryan fought one former champion, but Tank is an actual champion. Yeah. Ryan isn't. So, you know, Tank needs this more. I Tank is looking at Ryan. Go ahead. Uh, what? No, no, I was waiting. I stopped. No, I don't necessarily think that he has to win it all. It's all about how the fight plays out. No, if this turns out, is, if this turns out to be a, no, what I'm saying who needs to win more. That's the question. I, 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 I think both guys need to win just as Pretty much. Clearly, the Tank question is who needs it yeah. more. Right, but if Tank should lose this fight in a close, competitive, classic fight, he doesn't really lose. I mean, it, 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 it's just a recipe for a bigger rematch. More. The you, you, you're bringing up a scenario. The question is, who needs it more? Yes, and on paper, in theory, it would be Tank Davis. So you interrupted me, and you believe the same thing. No, I, I don't believe it. You see, you see how you don't make I don't sense? believe he needs it. No, sense? I'm saying I, you just said I'm the same I thing don't I said. Believe, so what you should have been is I don't quiet believe he needs to win. I don't believe sport. he needs to win. If he gets washed, yes, that's it's not bad. the question. The question is who needs it more? Every first of all, every fighter needs. All right, to I'm going to retract my damn that. statement. All right. The question Guess is, what? Guess what? It? Now, Guess now you're going to lie. Ryan now needs it more. Just damn it. That you're no, you Ryan wrong. needs it more. No, no, no. no Ryan <laughs> Listen, does not need it. No, more. but I'm saying you, you're not proving me wrong. This is where this is my opinion. My opinion is that even if Tank loses, it's not a big deal if he loses that's the not right way. Question, brother. That's not the question. Yes, that's true. We're not talking about that. So before you bring that in, the question is. Who needs it more? And the answer is Javante Davis. In your opinion. So, 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 and yours. In your opinion. You in, my, in my opinion, and yours. both guys need to win. Both guys need to win. That's it. But you just said Javante Davis, so you're right, lying because you don't want to look mind. stupid. Yeah, because you, you hey, always do that hey, when Chris, you don't want to look jump stupid. jump in here. <laughs> you, you lose too many well, arguments. I feel sorry yeah. for you. No, nah, don't feel sorry you are, you are kind of straddling the fence like an Adonis. <laughs> Come on, like get out of here. right there get on that here. line. I, look, it, I don't think it's a hot take to say Javante needs it more. He's older. He's more experienced. He's been beat up a lot more over the years for not taking these types of fights um and look it, there's not going to be much of a grace period if Gervonta beats uh Ryan Garcia there's going to instantly be calls for him to fight Devin Haney before the end of the year for him to fight Shakur Stevenson all I heard you know talk to Leonard Ellaby this week Leonard said Gervonta wants all the smoke okay well, we'll see now's the time to prove it because <laughs> Yo, listen, Chris, because let me you say, got let me say one yeah. thing I'm so sorry if Gervonta Davis lose Ak People like Chris Mannix and a whole oh. bunch of other people are going to say, <laughs> I told see? you so. <laughs> I told you he was overrated. If, if Ryan Garcia loses, nobody's going to say that. No. You're, he, look, say he, you're he right. No, you're fighter. right. Look, hey, see? look, I'm being, I'm being baited into this all the time because, <laughs> like, I open up boxing scene and I see the headline, Gervonta Davis, I am already a legend. Like, no, oh my no. God. <laughs> it's like I'm being, it's just like th this this low-hanging fruit is you. being dangled below me. Like, look, wait, don't wait, get wait, it twisted. I, well, they, you're, they, they, hold they on, you're right. They took that out of context. Barack, you're right. No, they took that out you, of context. You are, Ro hold on. All right, go ahead. Hold on, hold on. You are, you are right, Barack, that if Ryan Garcia loses, we'll talk about it, we'll write about it, uh, do videos about it, but sure as hell, if Gervonta Davis gets knocked out, 
I'm going to be right here on this podcast 15 minutes after that fight ends doing another one. I'll be on SI.com writing a column about it. I will. Look, I, I will be, I will be, I don't know what the phrase is for it, but I, I will be reminding people that, you know, this is what happens when you don't get tested for the majority of your career, that you have situations like this come up when you face someone on this level. In Javante Davis' defense, he said, I'm a legend in my hood. He said, from everything that I've overcome, come you know with my childhood Which where i true. got to, to this Which day i'm already a legend but in he was more oh, so talking about said? baltimore oh, yeah sense. yeah he wasn't that's saying i'm a legend in a sport he said like oh, i'm right. a legend already in baltimore look what i look how far i've gotten so right. so just, just you know because you know these these sites, they, 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 you know, they take things out of context. Oh, purpose. yeah, which is which is 100% true <laughs> yeah. about Javante. Yes, sure. 100% true. The, mm -hmm. the And I said this to Leonard Ellaby. The only gripe I've ever had with Javante is that he doesn't he, – he, they, they make these fights that I don't care about. Like, now yeah, you made a fight it, that it, we it care about. It wasn't even his fault. You know, well, it's the always the fighters' really fault. With, you know, Mayweather, Mayweather promotions. promotions. It's, it really but it's always the fighters' fault. fault. It's always the fighters' fault. Like Devin Haney did his thing. You know, yeah. Devin Haney's out there making things happen on his no, own. But see, leaving Devin Eddie Hearn, going from, to top rank. De Devin Haney not doesn't doesn't come from a different generation, but he kind of comes from a different cloth of boxing, where it's it's the younger generation where they're taking more control over over their their career. He comes from the, the the Floyd Mayweather school of thought where. I'm controlling everything, yeah. you know, I'm leading your career, you just got to be a fighter, you know, so he comes from that older school where, hey, I'm just here to fight. So Danny Garcia and guys like that, I'm just here to fight, you just put him in front of me, I knock him down. That, and, so thank Heyman. Not, and thank it, Al Heyman. Fault, after. <laughs> yes, at the end of the day, but that's what he thinks is right. So it took time for him to say, oh, wow, nah, that's it, they're messing up my legacy. Right. I want to be a legend, not only in the street, but in the sport. Right. So now he's taking control of it. And now, look, we got a, a fight that we wanted. So after this, let's just say he wins. After this, maybe we'll see Devin Haney or somebody else. Hey, Devin Haney is a free agent after this next fight against oh, Lomachenko. Wow. If he gets through it, massive fight you can make against Devin Ooh. Haney, against Javante Davis later this year. It. And that will not only be a you know lucrative fight, all the belts, baby. He will get he have his cake and eat it too and get his money and his respect all at the same time. So a potentially huge year uh, for Javante Davis, which begins Saturday against Ryan Garcia. Akin Barak will be there in Las Vegas. I'm sure agreeing on everything while they're there. Check out the DAZN <laughs> Boxing Show all week long and make sure you buy the Garcia Davis pay-per-view on DAZN pay-per-view. And when we come back, Ryan Garcia. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Well, on Saturday, boxing will take center stage when Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis meet at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. That's a fight you can watch exclusively on pay-per-view. This will be the biggest fight in the careers of both fighters. And for Garcia, a chance to quiet some of the critics that see him as more style than substance. And Ryan Garcia is back with me on the show. Ryan, before we get into the fight... You appeared at the Grand Arrivals on Tuesday with what looked like a fan of yours. Who was he? He was a kid named AJ, and he uh, he uh, was a big fan of mine. He's battling leukemia, and he uh, he you know, contacted my team. I think it was his uh, one of his wishes to meet me, and uh, of course, you know, without a doubt, uh, I had to show you know AJ love, bring him on with me. Uh, because you know a lot of my, my a couple of my family members have died from leukemia so it really hit home and uh i just you know gave him good energy and you know showed him the most support i could show him so are you really going to bet your purse on this fight i told him what i said and i agreed and i told him you know if you really want to do this i told my team Let's do it. You know, uh, I'm 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 a man that truly believes that I'm going to defeat Javante Davis. And whether you betted, you know, anything you wanted on it, I, I believe I'm going to defeat him. So it was no question for me. Let's do it. Uh, now it's just about, you know, if he if his team wants to write something up. But honestly, I'm going to say this right here. When I knock him out and I beat him, I wouldn't accept that money. Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to him. He got enough things to handle after this fight, and him not receiving the check makes it all so much worse. So in my heart, I can't do it. But if he really wants to do that, I mean, they pressed the issue. Uh, they got on that live and, you know, talked all the shit, clowned on me all they wanted. And I stood my ground like a man. And I said, let's do it. If you guys want if you, if you guys want this work, hearing all that noise, I don't care. If you want to bet the purse, let's bet the purse. 
I could care less about what this guy screaming on the left is doing. I don't even know who you are. Kept screaming, jumping up, like the biggest hype man I ever seen. I told him I need to get one of those. I need a hype man. I, need, I don't know where you bought one of those, but I need one. Javante, you always got the plug. Go find me one. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to do that to Javante, seriously. The biggest question for me is the weight. How has the weight cut been for this fight? Man, I, honestly, I thought it was going to be way worse. It's nothing to me. Like, I'm enjoying life every day. I feel so happy, so energized. And, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Seriously. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just every time I get in these moments, things become so effortless. Like, once I get to fight week, it becomes effortless. Like, the whole training camp could be tough, and then it just becomes easy. Um, so I'm already on weight. But no worries in my mind that I'm going to make it. And literally, uh, he tried it, but it didn't do anything to me. Didn't do anything to me at all. It had to have been in the back of your mind when you started camp. 136 pounds. I haven't made that in a long time. Are you more confident right now knowing that you have made the weight in a healthy way? Honestly, it doesn't make me more confident, but I'm definitely excited that his plans did not do anything to me. Like the, like the plans of attack did not prosper in any way, so that makes me happy. There was my confidence ever doubted? No way. I mean, have you ever seen me even blink when I talk about Javante Davis? Absolutely not. So, um, no, it, it didn't do anything to me, uh, confidence-wise. But I am happy that it's working out in my favor. Uh, and the rehydration clause is 10 pounds on Saturday morning. Here's the thing with that, too. Javante, obviously, again, put on this random rehydration clause. Like, who does that? You know, when I'm out here trying to make this big fight, you know, you know, we're going about to do something special and you try to ruin it with a rehydration clause. Personally, I could have just said no, kiss my ass and left. But again, he doesn't know me. He doesn't know how I rehydrate anyways. I don't even gain. I try not to gain more than 10 pounds. So, again, his plans just did not prosper. And it's not going to affect me at all. If anything, this makes me more disciplined. And that's even scarier. So, uh, it's not going to work at all. Uh, I just I just know he's a coward for sure. For sure. When things get tough, he's definitely looking for uh, the the weirdest corniest edges you could get you know you know floyd taught him that though he's not that smart you know no told him that because he said bro you know in that interview we're not absolutely not we're coming to 140 you know yeah i could quote him absolutely not we're doing it at 135 guess what it's 136 plans didn't work baby <laughs> <laughs> you last fought in july you elected not to fight this past January. How sharp do you feel coming into this fight? Oh, honestly, if you know how to fight, you know how to fight. That's it. You know, I, I'm just one of those guys that naturally I've always known what to do in a ring. And just some people have it, you know. I feel like you're just a natural gifted fighter. And that's what I am. I'm just a naturally gifted fighter that understands his range really quick. I understand what's going on, and I understand what I have to do. All I got to do is get my punches sharp, give me my left hook, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> That's it.
Give me my slingshot. I don't care about anything else. I could go the whole training camp without sparring. Using I, I went the whole training camp without using my right hand before when I was fighting Fonseca. I didn't even use my right hand one time in that training camp. I threw it maybe twice in the fight against Fonseca, then knocked him out with my left hook. That's what I'm saying. I, I just know how to fight, you know. Uh, some people have that, and I'm blessed with it. And I'm going to come in the ring with Javante with it, and he's going to – as long as he didn't take this from the contract, I'm okay. Take everything out. Strip everything from me. Don't take away my left hook, and we're good to go. So Javante can punch. There's no doubt about that. Are you coming into this fight expecting to have to dig deep at some point? I'm believing that I know if it did happen, I know how I respond. I know that in my heart because I proved it already. The old timers say you don't know a guy's a champion until he gets hits the deck. You'll never know who that person is till they hit the deck. Everybody got to go through that. Muhammad Ali, uh, Floyd Mayweather, uh, everybody who's hit the deck had to get back up. I mean, Floyd didn't hit the deck, but he damn, I mean, worse than hitting the deck. He was out on his feet, you know, with a guy coming right at him. So, and it, yeah, let's not forget that. You, they talk about Floyd's defense. Man, this dude's been wobbled by DeMarcus Corley to the point where they he looked like he was not going to survive it. So, that's what determines. Javante hasn't went through that, and uh, I'm curious to see how he reacts. I'm betting my money that he's not going to react like me. I, I, I'll bet. I'll bet my whole purse that if he gets dropped, he won't go right to me like I went right to Luke Campbell. I could guarantee that um, for sure. Actually, I'm more. I'm more confident that, about that than anything. He'll be holding me, and he'll be asking what is going on. Tank is a historically slow starter. Is that something you think you can take advantage of? Like I said, when I get in the ring, people talk about, you know, strategy and all that. Man, I get in the ring, I assess what's in front of me, and I take what's in front of me. So if he's running around, you know, trying to read me, that's fine. Do all your reading you can do. But I'm going to be controlling what I can control, stalking you down, understanding what you're trying to set up. I have experience. I, I've had guys run around the ring so much trying to get away from me trying to set me up do you, do you think that's the first time people have tried that on me <laughs> they've all they try to do that <laughs> you understand it, but that's not what i plan he's going to do for a long time because he's going to feel the moment he's going to feel the urgency to like i have to make a statement here and from there i will take advantage of him yeah you are an incredibly dangerous guy i think to start slow against because if an opponent gets down on the scorecards against you, he has to start taking some chances. And you are dangerous to take chances against. A hundred percent. He doesn't understand how calm I am under fire and how I can just land shots as you're coming in. I mean, that's my bread and butter. But a lot of guys lately, if you notice when I came back, none of the guys came at me at all. Takeout didn't come at me. Fortuna didn't even dare want to throw a punch. So, I, but I was already in the game for a little bit, and I, I kind of already figured what I got to do now. You know what I mean? I felt a little bit more comfortable. Uh, again, I'm even better now when I fought Fortuna, but you could see that these guys, there's a reason they don't want to throw a punch. There's a reason they can't see the punches that, for some reason, everybody says I could get hit by. I want to tell people something about defense, too. I want you to write this down. What is defense? Defense is that you don't get hit. Have you ever seen Ryan Garcia bruised, cut, or swollen up in a fight? Ever. Never. 
Thank you. So what I'm trying to say is, it's not that I don't have defense. Is I don't have flashy defense. I don't have defense. These guys are busted up after the fight, but they only remember one defensive flashy move. That doesn't mean you have defense. What defense means is you don't get hit. I don't care how it looks. You just don't get hit. So why am I not getting hit? If, if, if I didn't have defense, you would consider me like a guy like Brandon Figueroa, for example. I'm just throwing that name out there. He don't have defense because he gets hit a lot. If I have, if I'm speaking from honest heart, Gervonta Davis doesn't even have as good defense as me, and I don't care what anybody says. I would have not even got touched by uh, Gamboa. I would not even been touched by uh, Leo Santa Cruz. Rollies wouldn't even have touched me. None of these guys, Cruz for sure wouldn't have landed a punch on me because I understand something he doesn't. And I have range and I have distance. And I have, if I fight tall, guess what? It's because that's how my body's designed. I just follow what I have to do. You want me to do this? Is this defense to you? That's not defense. Because if you're getting cracked by it, is that defense? If I'm slipping my head and I run into one, is that defense now? No, it's not. Defense is that you don't get hit. I want uh, that's the that's the biggest thing that people are going to be shocked by this fight. They're going to think that I'm going to get hit, and when I'm not getting hit, and that's the same thing that's going to happen to Javante when he starts realizing he can't just hit me anytime he pleases. That's when he reality is going to hit him. And he's getting smacked with jabs all day long, and he's going to be out cold, and it's going to be so sad for everybody in that arena that did, that just denied the truth. They're going to be shocked. I promise you, Chris. They're going to be so shocked. It's going to be you're going to hear a rat piss that night. You're going to be able to hit a rat piss. There's going to be silence, and all I'm going to do, I don't even know how I'm going to be. To be honest, I don't know if I'm going to scream or I don't know if I'm going to shut my mouth. I just I actually want to hear the silence around the arena. I want to hear nobody speak a word. I cannot wait. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've said to people over the last few months, and I brought it up earlier in the show, I've been in every fighter meeting with your opponents over the last few years. I have always got the sense that they didn't believe the speed or the power or the skill was on the level that people said it was. I don't think guys believe what you got until they get in with you and see what you've got. That's exactly what it is. Um, it's I've had that with sparring partners, man. Uh, same thing. They say to the, they say, you know what? I think that you're, uh, you know, they beforehand they they think it's something else. Even when they're they've watched me hurt somebody right before them, they're screaming to get in the ring because it doesn't look what it seems like because. Some things are unseen, man. That's all I got to say. Some things are unseen and you can you you will not know till you're in there. Like for example, my spar partner, he was like my oh this guy kid named Danny Great Fighters fast. He was like, "You know what? The main thing I didn't realize, you can't really hit you. <laughs> you you think you could hit some you, but then you're getting hit with punches that you wouldn't think you'll get hit with. It's just you you see shots, but you won't be able to hit me. I promise you that. I I want I actually want to give you the confidence to say, oh my gosh, I'm gonna hit him here, and then it's not there. So that's how I see myself, and I, I think a lot of people dismiss that. But again, that's just because they don't want to believe that I'm that guy. They don't want me to be the leader in this sport. They don't want me to be the face of this sport because I represent something that doesn't make any sense. Why is this guy a fighter? Why is this guy out here? 
you know, preaching something that don't make no sense. I'm not preaching to be the tough guy. I'm preaching to be tough when you need to be tough. I'm not, I'm not teaching that you got to be, you know, oh, I'm from the streets. I'm tough. I'm not soft. No. But guess what? When the moment approaches, then you see what kind of leader I am. You'll see me at the battlegrounds right then and there searching for the biggest guy, the dangerous guy right there and say, I'll take him on. Let's go. You guys are afraid of this guy? Is it, You guys are really fearful of this man? Just bring him on. Bring him on. And I'm right. That's just who I am. I, I, I don't look like it, but that's that's in my nature. I want the biggest, baddest guy in the room, the one that's knocking everybody out, and the one that's going to create the most buzz. Because if I fight, if I fight, if I fight Devin Haney, guess what people will say? But you ain't fight Tank. If I fight Shakur and I beat him, but you don't have him beat Tank. So I'm going after the monster. Now when I beat him, now I'm in the driver's seat. You can't say nothing because nobody rates those guys higher than Tank deep down in their hearts. So when I beat Tank, seriously, I want to go after Devin Haney. Seriously. That was my plan. Remember I said that in the ring when I knocked out Fonseca Cove? I gave everybody my blueprint, and they didn't believe I was going to stick to it. I said I wanted to fight Jorge Linares. COVID came in the way. That fell through. But then I went after Luke Campbell. I really wanted to fight him. And then, obviously, you know what they did. That's, that's the devil. They tried to throw in Manny Pacquiao. See this crazy stuff that happens to me, Chris? They threw in a random Manny Pacquiao fight. Of course, that's going to throw off a 21-year-old dude. That's thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get a fight, Manny Packer. What? This is unbelievable. Forget you, Javante. I'm going after Manny Pacquiao. See what they do? But guess what? I had to go through the fire. I had to go through all that. I had to survive the mental warfare. I had to get beat down mentally. Then I had to rebuild myself, come back to this moment, and now I'm right where I left off. Or I feel like I'm right where I left off with Luke Campbell. I feel the buzz. The only thing that's changed is my tattoos. It's <laughs> the same, baby. You got the same Ryan Garcia in front of you that you seen when I fought Luke Campbell. And now I'm taking on Tank like I proclaimed in the ring what against Fonseca. You remember that. I told you what I was going to do. I even told you it was going to be a body shot with Luke Campbell a year and a half before it happened. I told, I literally said it. There's documented. So this is the path I've taken. I didn't let nobody shake me from it. This is just where it's going to be. And guess what? Javante Davis, I want you to have a, a long talk with yourself after this fight. A long talk with yourself. I want you to come back stronger because I really do believe Javante is a good man deep down in his heart. I do. I see a good guy. A good guy that just ain't learned shit yet. But after this fight, sometimes you got to get you gotta get knocked out to learn something. He doesn't believe in mental health. This is going to be the start of something new for him. Some people got to... Got to taste defeat in order to be humbled. And this is the moment that's going to happen for him. He's going to be humbled, but he's going to come back a better man. I know it for sure. Well, Ryan, I didn't think it was possible to get me more amped for this fight, but now I am. It's going to be a can't-miss fight, and I think incredibly competitive between two elite guys. Catch Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis on Saturday on pay-per-view. Ryan, as always, I appreciate your time. Hey, man, I need you at the after party. Forget this. We get the, 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 the sign-out. The sign-out should be this. Chris Mannix coming to my after party. We have a damn good time. And we're going to have a little bit of wine. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to have... We're gonna, oh, my gosh. It's so fun. We're probably going to be crying. Love you. And when we come back, this week's picks. 
All right, time now for this week's picks, and there is only one fight to focus on this weekend. Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis, 136-pound catchweight fight. No titles on the line in this one, but a lot on the line. Tank Davis is coming into this fight as the favorite. He is minus 290 right now on FanDuel. Ryan Garcia at plus 215. Look, I like Ryan Garcia in this fight. I think it is a fight that can go any number of ways. It wouldn't be shocking to see Tank Davis win by knockout. He knocks out virtually everybody. It wouldn't be shocking to see this fight go to a decision because when you have two guys that are wary of the power of each other, sometimes that makes them a little more tentative. And we've seen fights between two big punchers go to a decision. Take Tyson Fury against Deontay Wilder, the first fight that went to the scorecards. But I think this is a fight that Ryan Garcia is going to win, and I think it's a fight that he's going to win by knockout. Ryan Garcia by knockout right now is at plus 390 over at FanDuel. I think that's a pretty good bet. It's a risky bet, no doubt about it. He's the underdog for a reason. I think Tank, having more experience and maybe having a slight edge when it comes to skills, an understandable favorite in this situation. But as I've said on this podcast, weeks before this podcast, for years really, Ryan Garcia, I think, is a criminally underestimated fighter. And I just don't think guys believe that his speed is real until they get in the ring with him. His speed is very real. And when you get hit by something you can't see, it makes that punch even more dangerous to an opponent. So I am riding with Ryan Garcia in this one. Plus 390 at FanDuel. I'm putting my money there. I'm hoping to get a good return. Either way, this is going to be an incredible fight, the kind of fight that boxing needs and needs more of in order to grow the sport. Garcia Tank Davis, take Ryan Garcia, plus 390 by knockout in this fight. Those are my picks for the week. That's it for this week's episode. My thanks to Akin Barak and Ryan Garcia for joining the show. As always, subscribe, rate, review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you download podcasts. We will be back on Friday for a special episode in advance of Garcia against Tank Davis. Check us out on AMP. Check us out on the podcast feed. We are not done talking about the super fight. We will see you on Friday. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.